Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Havana Affair. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we are discussing the song Havana Affair off of the uh, seminal release, Ramones. Yes. From 1976. Well said. Thank you. This is written by Dee Dee and Johnny Ramone. The song. The song. Havana was, Affair. Havana Affair that yeah. was on the Ramones album. Yeah. Ramones. Um, I gave this a mixed song category um, because it feels like it would be political, but it's more of a party. You're crazy. So I'm calling it a political Why party. Why do you think this is a party? They're having, they're, they go to a, a go-go. What do you think Yeah, it is? but the whole thing is that he's working for the CIA. I mean, he wouldn't even be going to this go-go thing if he wasn't working for the CIA, man. Let's, we're going to get into that. Let me get some facts <laughs> out of the way, and then we're going to get into the story. Uh, this song was played by the Ramones live a couple times. 124 times. Wow, that is a lot of times. That's a lot of damn times. That's a lot of times. Is that more or less than you think is appropriate for this song? Wow. Well, that's a hard question because it is off the first I asked album. The hard, I asked the hard question. Well, yes. And that's why I come on this show. Um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. <laughs> it, okay, so it's on the first album, which means they, they have the whole lifetime of the band to play it. And everything off the first album, I think everybody would say is... Pretty good. Is... Doing all right. Groundbreaking. You know what I mean? So it doesn't surprise me. Um, the other thing that's sort of interesting about this song is like, one of the songs that has like the most covers. Mm. You know, like I found so many bands. I did too. I wrote this. those down yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers covered it 97 times. But is this the thing? Is this the song that I'm like, that's the song they're going to play a hundred and sometimes. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Is it just because it's off the first album? Like, it doesn't surprise me that they played this many times because it's on the first album, but if I think about all the songs in their catalog that they played this one so many times and other songs not so much, mm-hmm. is surprising. Actually, I can confirm uh, this song is in sort of the middle of the pack for that Ramones album, 1976. The least played song on that album, live anyway, was Chainsaw. Which is only like 60 times. 38? Oh, only like 38 times. Not, yeah, and this not. one's like 100 and something. So this one's yeah. pretty good. So pretty good. And in the context of their live shows, 100 is is up there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Um, it was also the B-side to the Blitzkrieg Bop single. So okay. I mean, that gets it out there. And I think that that's yeah. part of the, like, I don't know. Some of the draw yeah, is definitely. in there. Um, you got it on your 7-inch, so you, you know it. it. Yep, yep. Yeah, everybody bought that. Well, um, <laughs> uh, made them so rich they never thought about money again. <laughs> I I have some barely facts. I love barely about facts. The, about the musicality of it. Great. Um, one thing I would just wanted to note is I swear I don't think I actively knew it ahead of listening to this, but I noticed uh, the I think it's a tom tom drum. That when just before Joey does the baby baby make me mambo that part, mm. it goes. There's like a deep, like a symphonic boom sound that mm-hmm. happens that's not happening anywhere else. It just changes up enough to. Mm. I don't know. I really got it. That's like the first little like 
excitement jolt for me. Great. Before the other one, which is uh, the filter switch. I think this this is like the instrumental part. The um, I believe I found one website that says that is actually a filter switch on the bass. So that is I always thought it was the guitar. I know your eyes are glazing over. No, it's fine. I love that you talk about this stuff. But I have no <laughs> idea what a filter switch is, but it's great. Well, it's just it's a different guitar sound. Got it. And you know that that it sounds differently at that part. Yes. Um, I have always thought that that was Johnny's guitar making that sound, but I but a couple places I looked said it was actually Dee Dee's bass. Oh, it's his sound making the. I mean, they're both kind of doing those notes, uh-huh. but his is like the. Other than that, it's all like, it's muted. It's more, yeah. it's more of a bass sound. And yeah. then all of a sudden it has all this fuzz and, and stuff on it. Cool. Uh, it's pretty badass. Now you put something into my head about that part that I'll never forget. Well, I mean, I thought it was kind of obvious, but it's basically the same song as... Pinhead. Pinhead. Yeah. I just had a man that I could go for my... You know, it's, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's pretty much the it's same. missing two notes yeah it's missing two beats i should say yeah and i realized um now you remember when i was writing down notes you told so here's i'm gonna paint a picture tell a story we're listening to the song ahead of time and molly points that out i'm like oh my god you're right and i write it down and then i told you this is so stupid it's great my note so here it comes <laughs> this is a dumb joke uh sort of true Really going to sell it because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, oh, they should have or could have done like a medley in a way. Like they could have started out mm. Havana Affair. Yeah. And then when they go to that, they could have transitioned to Pinhead. Totally. Everybody goes crazy. Yeah. It's a Pinheadly. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's, I wrote it down, and as I got to Headley, I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. I can't wait to say it. Listen, if we can't use our comedy degrees on this podcast, where can we use them? Nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not at my office job. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Uh, No, it is weird. I I never noticed it. I, I don't know if it's just... Me uh, wanting it's to. It's almost the that. only thing I can ever notice about this song. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that just me? <laughs> I don't know if that's just. Okay, you. okay, okay. Um, no, I do it's like not this Blondie. song. Blondie, they played it twenty-three times. Yes, they did, and I, I like this song separately from Pinhead. I mean, it's the sure. same thing, but it I can never not think of that song when. That's I funny. I th- and I was gonna say, I wonder if I don't didn't see it at a time because. The that part is like my first. I've always you got liked so the song. So romanced by that. It gets Tom me up Tom. there. That Tom Tom <laughs> then puts me up there. Tom Tom Tommy's Tom Toms, um, and then that filter change always gets me like, yeah. Here well, we are. I think that this is something very specific about how we different we're different when we listen to music and mm-hmm. how you listen to music very specifically, Maybe, which I yeah. appreciate. Which is that you, I feel like, can get into analytically more of the music and can hear all the different parts and you can appreciate it like i like it music just a lot of times just kind of like washes over me you know what i mean yeah like i don't i can't get in deep to it like i love when you do it but i'm like not thinking about that stuff i'm not thinking about the tom tom bro you know what i mean oh i didn't think about the tom tom before this moment (laughs) um uh but yeah I, i i tend to do that especially if i listen to something over and over again 
Um, yeah, but I think it's I cool. Just find those things. Um, so. So yeah. So getting back to the story of this song. Yes, the story of this song. So this guy. Yep. Was on a PT boat. Yeah. You're literally talking about the lyrics. He of used banana to pick. Fair. Yes. Yeah. 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 He used to yep. pick bananas. Sure. He used to pick bananas. Here's my first question. Yep. 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 yep, yep. Is he a guy for the CIA or is he a guide? the CIA? Uh, well, my sources say guide. It sounds like guide. Although that's... But my sources are the internet. So take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) Hello, internet. (laughs) What can I do for you? So, okay. So he's a guide for the CIA. So he's working... He's like a... He's a contractor. Sure. For the CIA. Sure. Their first stop is a go-go. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's a party. Yeah. No, I totally get that. Okay. But also, I mean, like, before it was a party, it was a political party. Party. Exactly. Okay. Um, is this song racist? Do you think it's racist? I know. I'm legitimately asking you because he picks the banana. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least insensitive. Okay. Can we... Okay. Agree on that? It's, yeah, no, it's a bit. Picking, I'm sorry, he was picking the. Harry one. Belafonte can get away with it. Yeah, he can. But can the Ramones? Can Ramones? How many Ramones can get away How with? How many Ramones can get away with being slightly. Well, here's the thing is like, there's so many covers of this song yeah. by white bands. <laughs> yeah. Is it terrible? Oh, I didn't. I didn't even think to look know. if there was like a Cuban Ramones cover band. I doubt it, but that'd be amazing. I don't know. Cube, is it? Cube Moans? I, I think. But here's the thing: it's. it's like, I mean, really, we're talking about one part. No, I know. That's all it takes. I. But I feel what like they're trying about? to say. I feel like they're trying to be politically, like they're they're trying to say something with this song. Is what I feel like they're trying to. They're they're trying to like you know have a voice in the political arena by okay. like like pointing a spotlight at this thing like isn't this you know look what America does it goes into Havana and they you know this guy has and a baby a party. and he has to well no but I think my they interpretation do. of this song is this man has a baby he has to feed his family and here comes the American I know what? go on <laughs> hold on we do listen to songs very differently Where really? Does, the Tom Tom's <laughs> no wait <laughs> How do you get a... Where, do you really... Baby, baby, make me loco. Baby, baby, make me mambo. That's, I, that's the girl at the at the club. Oh, you think it's the girl at the club? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought... Here's what, what I think okay, happens. Okay, okay, okay. Here's what I think happens. I have a totally different interpretation of this one. So this, this... There's a whole crew of guys. Got here's, it. Here's how I actually think this happens. Whole crew of guys got on it. a boat. They're going to Cuba. They've got a mission. Got it. But they're also kind of party guys. And they're like, yeah, we got a mission. Go go time! Oh, so you think this is like Secret Service coming to town? They need to know where the ladies at. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And they go, and then they dance the night away. That's so funny. And have a time with those. That is not at all how I interpret. You literally think it's like he's crying about his baby? No, I literally thought, and this is just me, and (laughs) I know that I'm like whatever. You're local. I'm not cool. Molly, but Molly, like, I literally thought this man, he picks bananas, he has children, he wants 
to make more money because he has a baby, which is driving him crazy. So he takes this job with the U.S. government that comes in and says, hey, like, be a spy for us. Help us show us around. Like, help us infiltrate and we'll pay you. I will give you the benefit of the doubt that that could be the backstory. But I believe in the, I co- doubt but I believe in the context. I my way is the right way. Well, hold on. It totally suits why somebody would do a job like this. You yeah. know, it's like, that makes total sense if you were like, we're gonna blow out the story of Havana Affair. Like, where, where is <laughs> that Havana guy Affair from? The movie. Havana Affair the movie. We're gonna get back to the roots and explain a few things. No, I that that totally suits it. But I just think the baby, baby, make me loco. I think that's, I think that's at the club. Okay. I think it's that's I, that makes total sense. Okay. I, I just did both. not see it that way. But here's the thing: can it make both sense both ways? I think it does. Okay. Is this why we love the Ramones? (laughs) Is this why we love Ramones? I don't know. I don't know now. It's partly why I love Ramones. Okay. Especially Dee Dee, man. Like, he just writes these stories that it's like, you can just interpret them sometimes. And they still make sense. And they're still dark. And they're still deep. And they're still... I'm sure I'm wrong on this one. No, no. Because what you're saying makes total sense. It makes sense, but it's not refuting... Like I say, if you just make it backstory... Yeah. That... You've you imagined why this was happening. Yeah, that's that's yeah what happened. Um, I would also like to give credit to them for putting this like pun title, but not saying the pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, yeah, yeah. What if we call it Havana Affair? Like oh, that's great, but we'll, we won't say it. Right? No, we won't say it. Okay. Well, good. now Love it sounds it. like a noir film, you know. Yeah, sure. Nice. Which I think they probably thought was cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> Seriously. A noir. A noir. A noir. Um, I love this song. Five stars. <laughs> five stars. A knockout, zany, laughathon, five star gem. <laughs> well, a lot of people covered it. So, uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers covered it for the album, for the cover album. Did Oh, it was on their cover? Yeah. Album? Oh, right. On the tribute album. On the tribute album. Right, right, right. Uh, Blondie, as you said, played it many times and covered mm-hmm. it a bunch of times. Uh, the Screeching Weasels. Uh, who else? Up and down. Up and down, up and down. I I just have one last thing to say about this song is that I actually really enjoy the Red Hot Chili Peppers version of this song. And I think that their take on it feels a little bit more noir-y and a little bit Mm. more like seedy, sexy, which I think kind of serves the song well. Okay. Not that I don't like the Ramones version, but I was surprised at how much I liked the Red Hot Chili Peppers version, like maybe even more. I am also surprised. Yeah. You're dodging the question. Do I love it or like it or leave it? Yeah. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's such a weird song. Like, think I about it. So. Like, is it racially insensitive? Should I, I not it, like it because it might be racially insensitive? I don't I don't want to say that. It's so bizarre, the lyrics to this song. Like, like okay, one thing I want to say before we go about this yeah. is that... Um, Evan D eight four eight on YouTube says, "Ooh, the YouTube, the YouTube comment. says this isn't the best song on earth, but it has killer guitar and the lyrics are interesting. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The lyrics are interesting. Like, who's writing a song about this? Ramones, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dee Dee, Johnny, sure, like, and it's treating it really flippantly." To just be like, yeah, it's like a secret CIA mission to Cuba that they go to a party. It's like they're writing their own little comic book. That, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what I love about it. I get that. Like, no no other band is writing their own little comic book stories. Are they? Maybe like... I don't know. We Might Be Giants wrote, like, tales, but I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know enough about they, they Fair Might enough. Be Giants. 
We won't speculate. I won't we won't speculate. just say names of bands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can sit here all day and say names of bands. Why Led Zeppelin, Kiss. <laughs> that's all of them. Um, I will give the most valuable Ramon to Didi okay. for this. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut and trust that whatever sites I read that said that was his filter because that is really way up there for me because why I like it. I that, that it's part. it's his is definitely his lyrics like you're saying? It. Well no no the fil- the Oh that, the filter. That, Got it. The pinhead part. The the guitar filter. <laughs> the part the they're eventually filter, like you know what part's like good in Havana Affair? That part where you do the filter thing. What if we just like did that again? We just keep did doing that again. That. We'll just do it for like a whole song? Yeah for a whole song. Sounds great. Okay. Yeah. You got one? Well, I'm kind of torn about this one because I know that this is of D-Day. Like, like no matter how much Johnny did on this, I'm sure this was of D-Day's imagination. Sure. You know what I mean? Just like one of those D-Day stories. Mm-hmm. But I do like, because we listen, because we tackle multiple songs every time we sit down to record, yes. that we get to hear songs up against each other and to hear the sonic tapestry of this song against something from animal boy mm-hmm. it really puts into perspective just how raw this album was and just how raw those drums sound like yeah. like they're clear but they're raw they're in the room with you but they're like it's just so insane so part of me kind of wants to give it to tommy okay for the production of it and for the drums and all that but i think it goes to Dee. Dee. okay with an honorable mention. With an honorable to mention. Tommy. That's fair enough. And you actually, uh, just going back for a second, but you'd found uh, some article about the 40th anniversary of this album coming out, the interview with Craig Leon. Yeah. That I thought was really good. People should Super look good. that out. But yeah. just them recording in a giant space to make it sound giant. I'm like, oh, okay, I did that. Yeah. I don't know why they don't, why don't they do that again? Yeah, why don't they do that again? Why didn't they do that again? I don't know. But I don't like, know why the, people... the sound on this is so specific that they just... I don't know, like, in these moments in their later years when they're trying to get that thing back, they're, like, trying to get all these other things back, but not this... Are, are we so naive that we think it's easy to do? Probably. I mean, was it just, 100%. like, was we're it just so a, difficult? We're just a couple of buttheads with a microphone. <laughs> That's it, man. These guys have given, you know, 30 years of their life to sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to literally like, create... Yeah, like that tone to boob. <laughs> Spot on. Spot on. Spot on. Anyway. Um, any last cracks for Havana Affair? Just an interesting Ramon song. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's only, it's not my favorite Ramon song, but it's, it's kind of the Ramones at their best. Yeah. In a lot of the ways that it's weird. Sure. And good. You know? I like that. And that's cool. Well, you wrapped that up really well. Thanks. Take us out. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, you right. know, I want to reiterate that we think this is hella fun. <laughs> we hope you do too. Join us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast. And join us next time when we will be discussing Have a Nice Day on Ramones of the Day. <laughs> <laughs>